Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome to the epilogue. We didn't tell them what our names were. <laughs> What's your name? Patrick. What's yours? Oh, my God. I'm Riley. Who are you? My name is Catherine. Oh, my God. Are we talking loud enough? I think we're fine. Yeah. Um, if not, I'll boost the audio. Right. If you and can't tell, this is our first podcast. If you it's can't our first tell. podcast. <laughs> we are literally doing it in a living room. We have the most bare minimum equipment. This is true. But we are three college kids with an interest in movies and TV, and we're going to talk about it for like an hour, maybe. One of us is a film studies minor. Slay. Who's one Won't of us? Won't say who. Catherine. <laughs> well. Should we have them guess? Maybe we will say who. Well, you just well. said <laughs> the name. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm Riley. And apparently we're swearing. And I... <laughs> we are. I'm, I'm a swearing. nursing major, and I swear like You're a sailor. Sailor. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Patrick, what do you study? Um, I'm a stratcom political science major, and every day I take a class, I learn why I shouldn't like America. <laughs> what is strat? Stratcom? Strategic communication. Oh. I know how to craft a message, girl. Okay. Uh, it's like marketing what watered down. Uh, um, so what are we going to talk about? Today we're talking about spooky season and horror movies. Um, this, yeah. Which is kind of fitting, because it was just spooky season. Yes, Halloween is over, but that's okay. Should because we fun. forgot to record this episode before October ended, but <laughs> Spirit, we're doing it now. Spirit of full disclosure, it is no- Saturday. Oh my God, sorry. It Saturday, is- November 5th <laughs> at 7.02 p.m. We are having a great time. A lovely time. Lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. No. <laughs> but in the company of my two gorgeous friends. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, okay. we're just... We're just Chilling. We decided to make a podcast one day, and yeah. we said, "Why not get Riley involved? Because he's so dumb and silly." I have the most ditzy white boy comments you'll ever hear. If you think <laughs> Riley's a blonde, please tell us because we would love to confirm. <laughs> no, we're not going to tell you the color of my hair. <laughs> we'll we'll have you guess as yeah. much as you can. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it sounds so artificial right now. Do we? <laughs> I love that. That did. Uh, Whatever that yeah. was. That's so artificial. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah. Patter, Patter is yeah. our resident horror expert. So I've I feel like told. we should get that out of the way. Oh, first I thing. love movies and I love scary movies. As much as I love the movies, I don't know that much about horror. Coward. It's I just true. know I'm really, I'm a, I'm a pussy when it comes to horror movies. I love being I, scared. I scream. Do you? Oh my God, yeah. When was the last time you screamed? Yesterday. <laughs> during a horror movie? No. Oh, during sex. No. Oh. I don't even know what I was doing. <laughs> just screamed? <laughs> probably with you. Oh my god. I yelled at Asa, but I always yell at Asa. Oh my god. Um, I love horror movies. I, I think that there are two types of people in this world who love their adrenaline rushes. Either from roller coasters or horror movies. I hate roller coasters, so I love horror movies. I love roller coasters. That explains so much. I don't scare me. I don't roller coasters or horror movies. The feeling of a roller coaster, like going all the way up, and then you're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die!" And then you go down, and you actually die. I can't do it. You don't actually die. You're alive. (laughs) Don't worry. It feels like it. So clearly, Catherine is the roller coaster. I'm the horror movie, and Riley's just dumb. But I don't dislike horror. It's just, I don't know that much about it. What? That's it. I'm just oh. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't. no. I love you. Um, yeah, so just, should I talk about some background? Yeah. Okay, well, let's, what? let's get into the background Patter. horror. Patter, yeah. what is horror? 
<laughs> That's a very loaded question in this economy. <laughs> but in the context of this podcast, horror is a genre of film and media and books and literature and all that jazz mm-hmm. that draws on the inspiration and influence from the supernatural, folklore, and religion to some extent. All religion is scary, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great place to start with horror. Um, but yeah, the first like big horror movie was Dracula in 1931. Um, the Vampire. Yeah. Yes. Congrats. Right. I'm glad that you, you got, got one. that. <laughs> Give Riley one point on the board. <laughs> one point for Riley. Um, we love we love celebrating our wins. <laughs> But yeah, it came out in 1931. Dracula, 1931, black and white film, really scary to audiences. Not really scary now, if you ask me. It's just a guy just like walking around, like (laughs) drinking blood in like gothic London. Um, But it scared the shit out of people in the 30s, and it probably would scare the shit out of Riley. It depends. Was he hot? Well, let's pull a picture. Pull I guess there were prospects. Do you have like crazy ears? I have to know. Dracula. Wait, what year was this released? Thirty-one. He's oh, dead now. My gosh, they had film in nineteen thirty-one. They did. Baby girl, yes, that was the golden had... age of cinema. Damn, I know about that. That's him. Because the classes I took, the motion picture camera was invented in like eighteen ninety-five. The first like feature-length films were nineteen oh two, nineteen oh three. Would you would you smash him? He's definitely Italian. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I would. Oh, I think I think it. Would you let him suck your blood? I no. He um no <laughs> no just no no. We're just gonna say no. Um yeah. So that's tea on that. And fun fact for all of you cinema files out there, the Dracula movie was so popular that Universal Studios. Like, started making a whole little movie franchise in the first cinematic universe, some would say. The Universal Monsters that died out really quickly. But that's okay, because now we have the MCU, so who needs anything else, really? <laughs> Wait, I, yeah. Do you know what other monsters were part Frankenstein, of? Uh, Werewolf, uh, there was the Mummy. The which, Chupacabra! <gasps> no, that wasn't a movie that was made. I that's a legend, it. though, but thank you. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yes, you know the movie Tom, the movie that Tom Cruise did a couple years ago, The Mummy. Yeah, that is a reboot of I the like reboot, which starred Brendan oh. Fraser, which was a reboot of the original. Wait, from I the definitely 30s. heard about this. That's yeah. so cool. That movie was actually supposed to try and re-jumpstart the Universal Monsters universe, but it failed because that movie oh. sucked ass, and so does Tom Cruise. And Wait, what about the Brendan Fraser one? That one was great. There was like three movies, but it just but they had no intention of turning it. Into yeah, it was just or? like. Uh, isolated incident. It's interesting. I had this book when I was a kid, and it was it like had all these fable monsters in it, like like <laughs> all of them. It was so weird, and I always remember I was traumatized by the chupacabra eating a dog. I literally cried the first time I opened it and I saw it, and I was, was like, it like graphic. Yeah, like it had the blood like pouring out of the dog. How old were you? I was probably like eight, like reading this horror monster 21. book. That my brother had, and I was, like, mortified. You were embarrassed? Protect your kids. Anyways. When I was in, like, third through fifth grade, I was part of a program called Project Excel for, quote-unquote, 
gifted kids. Oh my god, I was gifted. <laughs> um, in fifth grade, we had to do like thesis. It's definitely not a gift. We had to write like a thesis paper. And in we, fucking fifth in grade? Fifth, yeah, in fifth grade. Well, because apparently that's what gifted kids do. But we yeah, had to like come up with um, like something that we wanted to like prove or disprove. Mm-hmm. And my best friend Kagan did her entire thesis on the chupacabra, and it was like the most fascinating thing. It was my I first know. introduction to like it's real. Half the, the class did like crop circles. <gasps> I did. Um, I think those. Were I don't remember too. what it was about. Like who killed Princess Diana or something. Oh my god, the paparazzi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the chupacabra. That's like a Latin like monster, right? It's like a Latin legend. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's real. Goat sucker. Are you changing? Yeah, I am. I'm tired of seeing this thing. <laughs> maybe it was a maybe it was a goat. I don't know. Goat sucker. Right. That's what the that's what the name means. I think is that the direct oh. translation? Mm. Sucks the blood of goats. And I cows. barely passed Spanish, though. So I don't. Know. <laughs> Me too. I only passed Spanish because I cheated. <laughs> Riley, you can't admit that on He's, film. Yeah. This isn't film. <laughs> it was in high school. What are they gonna do? <laughs> Take back your diploma. <laughs> <laughs> they knock on your door. They right? literally let kids that ran into my school with morph suits and caused a lockdown of the district because people thought that we were getting like the district, like shot at the oh district. Our district, like shot down, shut down all the schools in lockdown. Like cops came and stuff, and they did it. It was our senior prank. They were putting a giant dildo, like <gasps> seven feet tall, oh seven feet tall. They ran it in, put it down with like gorilla glue on the floor in front of the library, <laughs> sprinted out of the school, past the um, elementary school. All the kids were screaming because they thought they were like being invaded by like three morph suit tall high school men. And then they got the cops chased their car, and I don't think I don't even know if they got caught. Well, the, the three they got caught, but like I don't know if the cops caught them on that day. But there was an investigation. And I think oh they yeah! Them. And they all got to walk on graduation. Ah. My senior <laughs> print day was just us like putting packing peanuts in the desk. <laughs> packing. We did more than that. What about people with peanut allergies? Babe, packing peanuts are Riley. the fucking ones that are in the containers, oh. <laughs> not actual peanuts. <laughs> As we said when Ladies we started this, Riley is our local dish, and I'm glad that he's living up to the reputation, and I hope you're enjoying all of this. Um, yeah. That's really bad. I swear oh, I'm in college. He's a nursing major. He, would you trust him Would you trust him with your life? Um, I wouldn't. No. Right. Right. <laughs> Speaking of nurses, though, they deal with bodies. And talking about bodies, we're talking about body horror oh, as a subgenre. Jane's Seamless transitions. transitions. We love it. Um, so some subgenres of horror include body horror, such as The Thing by Rob, John Carpenter. I almost said Robert Carpenter. That's not the right one. <laughs> um, and The Fly starring Jeff Goldblum. Yes, sir. He's naked in that movie. He, a he's lot. really hot. Like the, yeah. He's true. still hot. What am I Can saying? I watch it? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Preferably not while we're eating. It's oh, it's gross. gross. It's gory. Nasty. It's not gory. It's just like, what's, it's the, like, what's the premise of the movie? He's so he, a scientist. Right. Jeff Goldblum is a scientist. In real life, too, yes. Oh. He's working on this. Isn't he? Isn't like time travel or is it teleportation? Teleportation, yeah. And so there's like two synthesizer. Thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's the 
scientific term, but he like inadvertently like fuses himself. Wasn't with, there an episode of Phineas and Ferb that had like that I same premise of childhood? I never saw Phineas and Ferb. Oh, well, that shut me down real quick. <laughs> so sorry. Anyway, he like inadvertently fuses himself with a fly. Because he gets in the the capsule with him as he's doing the experiment. The fly does. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, there was like a Johnny Test one about that. A Johnny yeah. Test show. Do you want to see some of the body horror from the movie? The entire movie is essentially just like him slowly turning into a fly. And, and falling in love. Isn't fucking yeah. Gina Davis in that? Oh, is she? Is she? Is I don't interest? remember. I just know that it's really gross. And he's like, Ew. parts yeah. of his body are like falling off. And oh. he's like puking on his food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is Gina it's, Davis. And then she has to kill him at the end. Yeah, no, because this is spoiler. Well, it's it body really horror. Is. Well, that's body horror. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I is. I mean, even it's worse. classic. I Dave love and Cronenberg. The this one is The Fly. Yeah. Yeah. What's the thing? Though? This is the thing. It's about um, Kurt Russell and his team in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. They are like a research team and they're there just like doing research. And the movie opens up in the best way possible. Like this dog being chased by this helicopter. And it's this Swedish group of people in the helicopter. They're trying to kill the dog. The dog gets to the American research station. All the Americans are like, what are you doing trying to kill the dog? So they kill the... Swedish guys, I think. And the dog is, like, they keep the dog. But the dog is actually a fucking alien mutant thing or whatever that, like, defrosted from the ice. And it starts killing everyone. And then it starts... It takes on their form. That's why it's called (gasps) The Thing. Oh! And it has a lot of the, like, best practical effects of, like, body gore and shit. Like, this... That's a drawing. Oh, that's iconic. That's insane. Look at that little man's head. Oh. Yeah. Guys. And like, it's a really good Wait, movie. Wait, click on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this dude's fucking stomach turns into a Whoa. mouth and just like chomps a guy. Oh my gosh, I want to watch this movie. It's great. It's awesome. And it's really good at like building suspense because oh, the whole yeah. the whole mystery of it all is like, how, who can you trust in this station? Mm-hmm. Since this thing's here infecting everybody. Mm-hmm. And it yeah, ends beautifully um, with like the most like not descript ending ever because it's just Kurt Russell and this one other guy at the end and they're just like Kurt Russell's obviously the main protagonist so you're like he's gonna kill the thing but the thing that you don't know if the guy's a thing or not mm-hmm. so it's really interesting fun fact would recommend there's as your resident X-Files expert oh god there's an episode of the X-Files that's based on very heavily on the thing very Stay. similar premise a bunch of people they're not in Antarctica they're like somewhere up in Alaska I think mm. but it's Instead of a entity, it's like these little worms that like crawl in people's ears and then like take control of their brain and essentially just make them like volatile and oh, violent and unpredictable. But it's the same thing. It's like you don't know who's infected and nobody wants to like tell you if they're infected. So everybody kind of turns on each other. It's really intense. It's if really you want intense. a modern counterpart to the thing, Among Us is basically <laughs> the thing but in game form. Oh, my nephews will be familiar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys remember Among Us? Yeah. I, I never, never played, played it. it. <gasps> Jinx. I love that game. I was the best killer ever. <clears throat> That's on the record. Guys. Should I start playing it? Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. Well, it was fun during COVID because like no one was out, and that was the one way to interact with everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I digress. Anyways, <laughs> back to subgenres. <laughs> yes. uh, the next one is comedic horror, which a lot of people know for like Shaun of the Dead. 
I'm not a big fan of comedic horror. If I want to see a comedy, I'll go see a comedy. If I want to see a horror, I'll go see a horror. Are we talking about, like, scary movie? Yeah. Mm, no, that's more of, like, a satire. Okay. <laughs> Another example <laughs> would be, like, um, I don't know. What are some examples of comedic horror? Um, Watch, scary movie's going to come up. Come up. <laughs> First fucking picture. <laughs> It's not scary though. Satire, it's like a satire. Zombie Land is a perfect example of comedic. Oh, I love okay. Zombie Land. They killed Bill Murray. What? Spoiler alert! For anyone who hasn't seen Zombie Land, oh I don't know God. why you haven't. It's really been like a decade. Movie. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a nice blend of funny but also scary, and it's not my cup of tea. I will say. I'm sorry. I loved it. Might be a hot take, but you know, when I was younger, that was the perfect level of scary that I wanted to watch because I got really scared of like actual scary stuff but I watched Zombieland and I was like oh I can actually watch this and it was very enjoyable it was very funny it was funny and the cast is amazing you have to know about Twinkies oh my god Wichita Wichita um next subgenre is folk horror which is Midsommar my favorite honestly I don't think I could ever watch Midsommar again it was um Scarring. My first time seeing that movie, I was drunk. It was after a party, and me and my friends were like, let's watch it. And we were all fucking blitzed in my bedroom, and we were like, this is great. We got through like 30 minutes and said, all right, I'm going to sleep. Oh, oh my God. I got to, we got to the part where they do the, the ritual with the rock, and people like jump off of it. Yeah. And they like that part is, And that was the last part we saw, and then we didn't watch it, finish it for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. It was scary. Yeah. Florence Pugh is amazing. She well, she's always she's screaming. Did you watch that life. movie? Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it. She also hasn't seen Hereditary, which is a <laughs> fucking tragedy. I haven't seen Hereditary. I told you I'm worried that if I see Hereditary, I will pass away. It's, it's the, the stakes are that high. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't pass away from Midsummer. That movie is horrifying. It's very like it's not in your face horror. Which it's is just scary. so it's Midsummer. Like, it's like blunt. Both of them. It's like blunt, like realistic, like explicit mm-hmm. like horrible shit. But it also comes out of nowhere when it does. Yeah, it's like it's like, oh my god, everything's so beautiful and happy. Fall, and then the you start to hear this creepy music and then it just starts it's, going down, going down, and then you're yeah. like, holy shit, that's happening right now. I like, think the music, that's what gets you. The music and then also like, same thing with hereditary. Ari Aster uses a lot of long shots, which always yes. builds tension. Oh absolutely. And like Midsummer is probably like it feels like you're basically watching like four or five big long shots and it's just so scary because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's also some gore. It's like a thriller, but not a thriller, but like a horror movie, but like a documentary. Like it's so weird. It's everything. Rolled it's into everything one. and nothing because you leave wondering what happened. Yeah. What did I watch? <laughs> like the ending scene, you're just like, what? What is like, this? How is this already over? Right. And what where was I happened I hear there's a bear there is a bear there's a bear there's a bear there's a bear there's a bear well there's a bear there's there's a bear everywhere there's quite a few animals oh boy oh okay (laughs) the one where they open the corpse of the oh Oh, god did you know that's an actual well not anymore but it used to be an actual like torture method back in like medieval times open their skin on their back and like taking everything out and just leaving it attached oh that you're gosh. still alive, but like not <gasps> together. 
Oh, right. You haven't seen it. Oh, I, it's I didn't It's terrifying. I, I, I will still be scared. Out. It's oh real. Gosh, that's terrifying. Yeah. You ever think about how humanity used to do the craziest shit? Just for fun. Just I do. Because they could. I don't like, it's like one where they like think literally pull you apart. Uh, drawing and quartering. <laughs> I would love where, to. Go where they each grab a limb and they, <laughs> no! and they yes. say the words. Yes. They attach you to horses and they smack their asses and you just <laughs> rip to shreds. Literally, if I'm gonna get killed, I just want somebody to shoot me in the head. End it quick. Um, we I don't endorse be... gun violence. No, please, guys, don't come to our house. Be or like you know drugged. I want to be tired. Like, kind of relax. Like, give me a bunch of pain meds. I don't put want me to sleep, coming. and then just. I don't want to know what's coming. Just come guys, up behind me, silencer, go. Do you guys remember tiring and feathering from like? Do I remember the colonial times? <laughs> yes. Wait, why do I remember that? What is that? It was exactly it's when they like throw tire on you and just like put feathers. Public humiliation. And also maybe they do that shit in Tom and Jerry all the time. <laughs> This is Riley's frame of reference. <laughs> no, whenever they would like go through a liquid, there would always be feathers that would get on them. Yeah. Well, yes, but think it's like that, but worse because it's hot tar. So cartoons were referencing torture. Tom and Jerry yeah. also has noted blackface in it too. <gasps> it's laced everywhere, isn't it? This is like fuck racism. We IRL don't endorse racism no. either. Please, guys, come on. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, stop being racist. Ugh. Anyways, I didn't like that. Is that him too? No, that's Stevie Nicks. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, the last two subgenres that I have listed here are found footage, like the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity, which I love. I love feeling like I'm in the experience. Yeah. Um, and then of course the best subgenre of horror, in my personal opinion, the slasher genre, which includes your classics like Halloween. Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream. It's really fun just seeing someone like hack and slash someone, especially like babysitters. I am pro babysitters. I don't want pro them to be murdered. But yeah. Are you going to be a serial killer? No. Okay. Maybe. No. No guarantees. Why is it called just Halloween? What do I need to know about that movie? I keep hearing Have it. Have you never seen Halloween? No. Okay. I've never seen it either. I just look at it. Why and am I here? I look at it and I'm like, Halloween? Like, it's so generic. It What's happens about? on Halloween. What happens? Michael Myers starts killing people. That's the Michael Myers movie. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. He just kills people? Yeah. So he, like, dresses up as a costume, but, like, it's he's, like, actually, like, a killer. Okay. Well, let me, he... we'll, we'll take it from the beginning. Yeah. Break this down for us. Halloween came out in 1978 during a time when, like, Everyone was like, oh my god, we're gonna leave our doors unlocked. Because like people, white people were like, oh my god, we're so safe in the suburbs. Um Plot twist. Right. Um basically, in addition to being a commentary on how like the world's getting fucking crazy, it's also just at its core a slasher movie of this guy who is for some reason killing babysitters. He, he kills them. No. Well, it depends on which timeline you're watching, because there are like four to five different Halloween timelines. But in the main one, which is the one that I guess I prefer, which is like Halloween, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, which just came out. Mm -hmm. It's basically him, no motive. He's just fucking insane. He killed, it's, the movie starts with like the first person POV of this like six-year-old child killing his sister brutally. Like he stabs her like 17 times or whatever. What? Um, and he just kills babysitters all night. 
And there's a, there's a whole lot of different, like, again, different timelines, different universes. There's one point where Jamie Lee Curtis is his sister, and he kills her in one of the timelines, but then she's alive in another one to, like, live and have a child, all that jazz. There's a lot of things. Definitely would recommend. It's a great franchise. I think it's fun. Um, Halloween Ends was kind of a flop, and so was Halloween Kills, but that's just my personal opinion. As is often the nature of... Sequels. Sequels. But the thing is, Halloween 2018 was amazing. But it was a return to form, which is why it was amazing. It had the same effect as, like, the Star Wars sequels. Gotcha. Where, like, each one started declining quality. I just saw your book bag in your room, and I almost shit my pants because I thought I was a person. <laughs> my room looks very eerie and creepy right it now. It does. The light coming in through the window. Yeah. Wait, I feel like we skipped over found footage. No, we talked about it. Like, well, I didn't. Seconds. Well, did you want me to go back to it? Yeah, I wanted to talk about my favorite jump scare scene. Oh! Oh, yeah. Okay. Because, like, that's, that's like The Conjuring, right? Like, found footage? No. no. What's The Conjuring? The Conjuring's just a movie. It's like found a, footage, it's a haunted house movie. Found footage is when... Oh. The, Have you never seen Paranormal Activity? Have, Have you seen, seen Blair Witch? Is it when they take it in first person? It's when it... Yeah. The movie itself looks like it's being recorded, like, yeah. on a camera or an iPhone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of knew that about Paranormal Activity, but that's it. Yeah, it's very I didn't much, know that was, like, found footage, It though. became very popular in the 90s and early 2000s. Wait, Riley... Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you watched The Sacrament, which is like the Jonestown? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was found footage, right? Yeah, well, most of it. Yeah. Mo- most of it, yes. But like that there, style there is what, yeah. mostly those entire movies. It was more like do- remade documentary kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, okay. Well, yeah, but that's kind uh, of like the same gist. You want to talk about oh, like creepy Jonestown? Jones- Jonestown. Jonestown. I keep saying Jonestown. Don't drink Everybody Kool-Aid. Everybody I talk to. Don't drink don't Kool-Aid. Do but also, drink the coolish. Uh, we should watch that sometime. It's freaky. It is. It's true crime, which we yeah. will be doing an episode on at some point, so stay Absolutely. tuned for that it's casual just, plug. It's bizarre to me that that's a true story. Well, yeah. like, that actually happened. People are fucking life, crazy. Uh, art imitates life. Yeah. And vice versa. Life imitates mm. art. As Gaga once said... No one. No Period. one. Thanks, what did you say? I. She said, "Art imit- life imitates art." <laughs> I, I was. Did an anal Del Rey say that too? I mean, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> did she? Well, Lana. Lana. I'm sure she did at some point. Um. Yeah. So those are like some subgenres. Horror now seems to be having a resurgence. I feel, and I think that's a lot because of like streaming services. Because like Netflix mm-hmm. has a million and a half original movies and like Hulu and all that mm-hmm. there's a big decline in quality I feel like. yeah you know I used to think Disney movie like remember when they would say like a Disney original movie Decom. I used to think that that was like <laughs> I used to think that Disney original movies were like the classic Disney movies and then they would like announce a new one and be like this is a Disney original and I'm like it just came out how can it be original oh my god I love DCOMs. <gasps> Can we do an episode on DCOMs? Sure. Do you know what a DCOM is? Disney Channel original movie? Yeah, but you said you didn't have your title in it. No, but context clues. Oh my god, we're gonna have to watch so many movies. Oh, yes. Yeah. As research. I've never really watched the high school music movies. What? Like, I watched the first one, but it was like when it first came out. And I will die on this hill. High School Musical 2 is the best one of the trilogy. I think that's Come a at me. fair assessment. People hate me for that. 
Why? They say the third one's the best, and that's objectively not true. The third? The third. Isn't it the worst? In my opinion. Is there four? No. Just three. There's the show. Yeah. Which was cute for the first season, and then I I stopped watching. Wait, remember? Then it took on real life drama. Well, drama that I'm not going to comment What's on. What's the drama? Nothing. We're not, nothing. Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bissett, who may or may not have been dating, but also he is not straight? Question mark. So maybe he's gay. I don't know. I don't. I have a lot We're of thoughts. We're going to talk about podcast. it. Yeah. Slay. Anyways, Riley's <laughs> doing his own research. Um. <laughs> But yeah, we're seeing a bit of a resurgence because everything is available now and there's new ones out come seems like every fucking week. Yeah. And of course the classics are all available on like HBO Max, Netflix, um, Hulu, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um yeah, so I think people are finding a lot more appreciation for horror movies, but I also feel like that now that we are in this very digital age, that people are more critical of it, which they should be. Because I feel like a lot of times people just yeah. do horror movies just for the money. Especially, like, the sequel issue. Oh, my God. I have a question for, well, I guess both of you guys. But if you know more. But I'll, yeah, for both of you guys. Obviously, and you and I were talking about this the other day, horror, for one reason or another, is not taken seriously by, mm-hmm. like, Anybody. the Motion Picture Academy, for example. Or the, the, the television the professionals. academy. Professionals. Um, do you like see that changing anytime in the future? I fucking hope so. Because Tony Collette should have gotten an Oscar for Hereditary, and that is a hill I will die on. How could they not take it seriously? I just don't understand because why. because the Academy like, it's phenomenal. Which Some of them we will also do an episode on in the future. Yeah. The Academy is very um, well. They're wrong, but they're also very prissy about what they consider to be a film. I think there's a feeling that if you, like, weigh a... That by, like, adding gore and violence, you're somehow weighing a film down. Right. And that to be up for... You have to be this major artistic and, like... Awards consideration, yeah, you have to be... And, like, profound. But, like, Yeah, and you see the films that have gotten a... Like, I can't speak to... Some of them are just mainstream shit. Right. Yeah. But, like, Get Out was nominated for Oscars. Mm Mm-hmm. And so a Silence of the Lambs. It's the only yeah. like, horror movie that's won anything. And it's big. one of I just looked this up the other day. It's one of only three films ever to quote unquote sweep yeah. and win the big five. Slay. Hello, Clarice. That was the name of my first car. Clarice. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Clarice Starling. I don't know. I think I do think it'll change. I like to keep a happy thought. I think that I hope so because there are so many good horror movies that get overlooked every year because yeah. it's oh my god, it's not telling a story or it's not making an impact. I think it's making a very big impact. I remember on average more horror movies than I remember anything else. I agree with that. Like when I think of certain movies, I'm like certain horror because you get that emotional response right. in your body. Puts it like you know. Sometimes it's a physical response when you pee yourself, <laughs> <laughs> or puke, or pass out. Have you ever peed yourself at a horror movie? No, I haven't. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> it seems like you are about to tell us a story. <laughs> well, I haven't. All right. Maybe I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Which one was it? Right. We'll we'll talk about it off off oh, off, off the record. record. Okay. <laughs> Hot mic. Um. <laughs> Elements of horror movies, which I think everyone knows, include um, the use of mirrors, the use of darkness and like tense, chin-building music, 
to create mood and atmosphere. But also, my favorite part of horror movies, jump scares. Which leads me to a question I have for both of you. What's your favorite jump scare from a horror movie? First. You're asking the wrong person. Riley, you're up. Oh, I got it. Okay, I have two. All right, all right. One is one, is one you wouldn't expect. It's from Midsummer, mm-hmm. And you know how Midsummer. it's not really a jump scare movie, but it felt like a jump scare. Which one? When they jumped off the cliff. Oh, my God. When I watched it, I was like, oh, I was like, it oh, was my God. It was very, just like, it was jarring. graphic. Yeah. And, and then yeah. they smashed their heads with the fucking And it was so, like, hammer. like, it was expected, but it was also, like, Oh my god, they're gonna show it like splat. I didn't. I think it, I I do know that one, and that was the last thing I remember being drunk watching it the first time. But I think what was so jarring about it is that it was just so calm. Yeah, like, it, there was no rising was music. Open. There was no like, oh my god. There was just like it was like it was a si- it, there's no music. It's silent. It's just the cult people watching. And like celebrating, and, and then you see a person jump and kill themselves and off you, a cliff. You literally hear like the softest thud when they hit the ground. It's like very like like you're there. Yeah. Like it's oh. so weird. I felt like Florence Pugh. Yeah, she almost puked when she did that. Oh. Well, the character, not Florence. I no, think wait, she was I think okay. It's there. not okay. First of all, I don't even really know if it's a jump scare. Second of all, it's not from like a straight up horror. Movie. That's okay. Um. But it, I remember it affecting me in Parasite when. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like, the fucking the part where it's the flashback. Yeah, and the and, guys and like lurking from coming the, up yeah. the stairs. Oh my god! Oh my god. Have eyes? you seen Parasite? No. Oh, that's such a good movie. He, like all you see are his his eyes like coming up. It's so terrible. These stairs. You can probably oh. find a picture of it. I just got weird chills and oh, sweats at the same time. It makes time. me unnervous because it's not like what if someone's my house? Yeah. Oh. You never know. Yeah, scared the living day of time. My favorite jump scare to this day. I have two. Are you looking up? <laughs> Riley's Googling everything we say. I have two. My first one is from um, Insidious. And it's, I think anyone who's seen this movie knows what I'm talking about. I've seen but, like rankings of like the top jump scares on TikTok. It's always consistently number one. It's terrifying. Wait, break it down because I've never Where seen it's like. So it's Patrick Wilson, he's talking to his mom, and if you haven't seen Insidious, go see it, I'm not giving you the plot details, I'm just telling you about this. He's talking to his mom and his wife, and his mom is like, the camera view is from her perspective for a hot minute, and then it goes back to Patrick Wilson, who's talking, and then it goes back to the mom, oh my god, (laughs) Riley just saw the Riley just watched (laughs) her. Isn't that scary? It's horrible. Right? (laughs) And it's so subtle. (sighs) Terrifying. Um, what was it? Oh! <laughs> um, oh my god. Alright. Hey. Well, as you can tell, we're in a city. Um, but anyways, and then it cuts back to Patrick Wilson, and fucking, this dude who looks like Darth Maul is standing behind yes, him. Yes, fucking this. terrifying. Not the movie, but I've seen, um, like, stills. What movie are you just from? I'll show you. Hold on. Every time I see it, it scares Wait, the shit out of me. Wait, who is he, though? He is, like, the main demon. In that movie, um, oh, right, and that comes out of fucking he doesn't nowhere. like Darth Maul, right? It comes out of oh, nowhere. Wait, I've seen the movie, yeah. It comes out of every it, he's fucking just out of nowhere, and it's terrifying. Ooh. I remember watching that, and I was like, I, I like, I think I yelled when that it's terrifying, yeah, that one was scary. And then my second favorite jump scare is from The Conjuring. 
And it's when... Is it the cabinet? Yes. When she's on top of the wardrobe. <laughs> when, like, everything's going fucking crazy that night in the yeah. house. And, like, it's the one girl banging her head on the wardrobe. Oh. And her sister gets her because she's sleepwalking. And she puts her in bed. Yeah. And she is... The door's still knocking. So she's like, what's going on? And then her sister rises up out of the bed, looks at her. She looks at her sister from the bed. And then her sister's like, oh, my God. And you just the camera cuts through the fucking... Witch demon on top of the wardrobe and she fucking jumps on the wardrobe. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> no, because that's that was going to be my stepping jump scare, not that one. But in that movie, when they're they're like going down the stairs in the in like pitch yes. black, and then um, they, they're like, so it's like pitch black, and there it's just one person downstairs, and she's like trying to light a match because oh, yeah. she can't see anything. The mom, and she lights the match, and then she's like looking around <laughs> and like really close to the match. And then all of a sudden, you just see two hands come up and they go, well, and then hiding the match out? goes out, and then like she starts freaking oh, out, and then there's the, I don't even know. It was like yeah, it was terrifying. Uh, it's scary. It's been a couple years. I don't think I've seen The Conjuring since. Do you remember? When, were you with us when we watched it freshman year in like someone's dorm? I think so. But I think that was the last time I saw it. It's, it's a great movie. Vera Farmiga's great. Patrick Wilson's great. I'm a Conjuring stan. And I love that it's like the first like MCU equivalent of um, oh, you're modern right. horror movies because yeah. they're building levels of the universe, which I love. Huh? But yeah, that's horror in a nutshell. And yeah, guys. So Catherine, you have some oh. notes on cult classics. Let's hear about them. Cult classics. Educate me, because I don't. I only know a select few cult classics. Well, as do I. Slay. <laughs> and I have a couple lists. Do you know any cult about. classics, Ryan? I don't know what would be considered a cult classic. What do you well, think is a cult classic? I literally have no idea. Do you know what cult classic means? No. Well, I'm about to tell you. Well, as we... Tell them. Tell them. A cult classic <laughs> is generally defined. Generally. Everyone's definitions could be slightly different. Mm-hmm. As a creative work that maybe doesn't do so well at first but transcends those shortcomings to become an iconic piece of fiction with, and here's the key, a passionate fan base. You've got mm-hmm. people that are, like, really invested in Some it. Some would say stands. Yes. Stands. Yes. Um, some examples throughout history. We talked about a few of these already. Um, Blade Runner. Slay. The Thing. Slay. Um, Heathers. Ah! Oh, great movie. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. <laughs> The Big Lebowski and most recently Jennifer's Body. Although there have been Jennifer's Body, many, awesome. many, many since then. Jennifer's um, Body was my bisexual awakening. In addition to um, Star Wars, is Hayden Christensen episode. Oh, three. don't yeah. talk to me about it. Yeah, refer celebrity two. crush. Mm. Mm. That one scene in episode two, where he has the nightmare of his wife dying, but he's shirtless. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you don't even. <laughs> you wired my brain chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so cult classics, all of those movies that I just named, like I said, seriously underperformed at the box office, but have since become cultural sensations and phenomenons. I would um, dare say, and I'm probably going to talk about this when you keep going, but I would dare say that there are many more horror cult classics because so many yeah. horror movies flop at the box office. It's true. I think that's a really good point, and I hadn't thought about it, but you're right. Like, I can think of a couple more. I lied, I can't. I just went blank. Ignore me. This didn't happen. It's part of the... <laughs> well, but I, I, also, I think you're on something in that 
a lot of times you see horror movies that aren't well received by critics but are well received by fans and i think there's that factors into becoming a cult classic as well mm -hmm. is that you may not have the critical acclaim but you have that passionate fan base critics are bitches <laughs> well, mm -hmm. fuck you rotten tomatoes Quote um, quote yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Whoa! Email! So sorry. Oh, I bet that's my sriracha. Why do we, why do we let what? I ordered sriracha. Slay. Because there, it's literally <laughs> just sriracha. Because <laughs> it's literally not on sale anywhere. I went to Target and CVS around the corner, and it's, they don't, nobody has it. Everyone wants sriracha, and so no one has sriracha. I don't want sriracha or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is something you would She's do here. I would. If right? they didn't have ketchup yes. anywhere, I would order it on- I would order it from anywhere. <laughs> How often do you go through ketchup again? I don't know. I haven't been going through it that much because I haven't been eating at home that much, but... Why do we let the box office decide so much about the movies? Because we live in capitalist America. Yeah. The, don't even get me started. The hyper-commercialization of the film industry. I, you know what I hate it when people are like, oh, I don't want to see that movie, it didn't do very well. Or I don't want to see that movie because it was rated poorly on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like... You're going to let a number determine your experience. Now hold on, because yeah. I might... Because I would, <laughs> I would trust my friends more. And if they said it was terrible and like it's not worth it, I'd be like, okay, it's probably not. But like, mm -hmm. if it's like, I don't know, like Bros, how well did that do in the box office? Not well, very well. well. And it was a great movie, and we saw it, and I loved it. Sure. I don't. I don't want to hear it. it I was okay. Love that movie. It was really cute. I was actually thinking about it when I was cooking about watching I'm not thinking it. About I was like, doing it. I was like, is it on anything that I can watch? Is it Probably not yet. It's too early. Mm. Do you know what comes yeah. out tomorrow on HBO Max? What? What's that? Don't worry, darling. What's oh. That? What's that? The Harry Styles movie that flopped. You can... Oh, oh just kidding. JK. You can rent it for 20 bucks. <gasps> would you, $20? Would you ever pay 20 bucks for it? Bros? No. Sorry, Billy. Jesus Christ. Do you think bros would be a cult classic? Um, Probably amongst the gays. Yeah, you know what? Yes. I'm gonna go on record. Did you say no? I said no. Wait, do you think Call Me By Your Name is a cult classic? No, no. Call Me By Your Name was a box office and critical success, as it should be. I Will Die on That Hill. It was a great movie. Great movie, made me cry, still makes me cry. I know that there's some problems. I know. I can hear everyone in the what comments. What problems? We don't have time to go into it. We'll do it it's on not our We'll do another episode on it. Huh? <laughs> well, no, it's not that page. That's probably the least problematic the part of it. And back to our originally scheduled program. Regular schedule. Yeah. He tried. That's all that matters. So, cult classics. diving deeper into cult classics, you may or may not know this, Riley. There's mm -hmm. one cult classic film that stands head and shoulders above all of the rest. Riley, we'll give you a cookie if you can name it. Star Wars. No. No. I was <laughs> Fun fact, I was watching a essay about this, a video essay about this today, and that was the example they used as like a direct opposite of a cult classic was Star Wars. Star Wars. So Where you could not be, you're the coldest of cold right now. Let me take one of the most successful <laughs> movies of all time and call it a cult classic. Literally as successful as you can get. The only thing that has in line with a cult classic is rabid fan base. Too rabid. But we Too will rabid. save that for another episode on Star Wars and fandom. Guess again. 
No. no. Think of a movie that maybe didn't do so well initially, but has since blown up amongst a very specific group of people. You can just say gay. The gays. The gays. Really? Yeah. Um, it wasn't recently though. It's been it's been a hot gay topic for the past couple decades. I think. Like four decades. Legally Blonde. Oh, Riley! <laughs> that movie's not four decades old. He's probably never heard of it. We're gonna say the words. He's... I've probably never heard of it. Rocky Horror Picture the Show. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. My bad. We go to the Ohio State University <laughs> where we watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Riley, have you heard of Rocky Horror? Riley's not gay anymore. I'm taking <laughs> well, you your are. Card. We're opening your eyes to this right now. This is a formative moment. So what is it? It's gay. Okay. It is camp. Yes. It's so camp. So the picture. Basic rundown pulled straight from the internet. Follows these two straight people, Brad yeah. and Janet. Damn it, Janet. And they get a flat tire. It's the middle of the night. It's storming. They go to this like creepy mansion. Okay. Yep. There you go. Ugh, that's so hot. That's Tim Curry. Tim um, so hot. And they discover the scientist who, he's trans, right? She? Did I Them. just get myself canceled? They. They I are don't trans. Know. Dr. Um, Frankenfurter is... And he takes them on this journey of lost Rocky. innocence. That's Rocky. That is Rocky. Rocky. Is that no, that's Rocky. <laughs> is it Ross Lynch? You're oh. telling me. I wish it could be. I love Ross Lynch. Anyways, that is Rocky. There's a lot of um, dancing and a lot of rock. And Meatloaf is in it. And mm-hmm. Tim Curry is in it. He does die. It's been a while since I've, I've seen this movie. Anyone twice. who's anyone knows what Rocky Horror Picture Show is. So I guess Riley's not a person. Yeah, so we're opening your eyes to this right now. It started... I did not know this. I feel like I should have. It started as a stage play. Mm -hmm. And was it huge success? Like, massive success. Everywhere it went, people loved it. And then it got people thinking, well, maybe we can turn this into a film, right? Naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, I hear they sacrificed a lot of their budget in favor of returning... of. bringing back the original cast. Which is great. Um, which is great. We love that. But it, it was, there led to a Rocky, no pun intended, Rocky production. They um, did a great job there, I think. And it kind of bombed yeah. at the box office. In fact, um, according to what I read about it, uh, many of the theaters pulled it after just one weekend and others canceled it entirely. They didn't even debut it. Oh my God. Um, That's homophobic. But... It is homophobic. <laughs> but the marketing team said, hang on a second. I can Hold on probably <laughs> sell this in the Midnight Circuit. And so... What's the Midnight Circuit? That's a really great question. Because <laughs> using that term, and I don't... I assumed it was just, like, specialty theaters. Do you know what it makes me think of? Thinks of, like, the term of, like, Lady of the Night. Prostitution. It makes me think of the theater that... Whatever the guy's name in Taxi Driver went to. Slay. Midnight Circuit... Either? I saw my first Rocky Horror in person because they do obviously performances of it now with okay. the movie in the background. The term midnight movie is rooted in the practice that emerged in the 1950s of local television stations around the United States airing low. Oh, wait, this is television. We've been lied to. Oh, wait. What? Right here. This, like, literally the second paragraph on Wikipedia. The national success of Rocky Horror Picture Show, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. The- and the changing economics of the film exhibition industry altered the nature of the midnight movie phenomenon as its association with broader trends of cultural and political opposition. What is this talking about? Midnight movie became a more purely camp experience. Camp! 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 Gay. Yes. 
Rainbow. A synonym for B movie? Yeah. That was um, that was such a movies. weird. Uh, synonym for cult films. Yeah, the so late night movies. Um, but it blew up. It like blew up the circuit. And now they do performances. Um, every yeah, they do all the time. If you go for your first time, you're a virgin. You get a little V on your forehead. <sighs> I was a virgin. I went last year, and now I'm not. Um, yeah, identity. it's like a complete interaction. Wait, have you ever seen Perks of Being a Wallflower? No. Oh, fuck. I was... <laughs> damn it! <laughs> if you go to one of these events... Can we take Like, them? there's people we should. I've they never do been... one down the street at the theater. All the time? Can we... Seriously? I think they're still doing it through the end of the year. I'm gonna do it. I'll look it up. We'll do some research. Um, but people will, like, shout lines at the screen. They'll, they'll wear throw costumes. rice. They'll, they'll get yeah. little water guns. What else? It's oh like, my gosh, it's we should so a complete well. experience. It's amazing. I want to do that. It's the gayest thing you'll ever mm-hmm. see. There's drag queens, there's fucking... Yeah. In Columbus, and, Ohio. In everywhere. Yeah. And, it's and it's, the movie itself is incredible. Put the, that down. Um, fun fact, in 2015, it celebrated 40, 40 years. Oh. And it became, this is so cool, the longest running theatrical release in cinematic history. Who's still showing this movie? Well, theaters. For I, events like this. Oh, I meant like like theater, theater, like plays. Oh, well. Right. They throw like popcorn and shit at it? No, rice. Not, not popcorn. Why rice? Because you have to see the movie. Yes. Okay. It doesn't, you have to. It's like a rock. So the, the Rocky Horror performances that happen at like plays and shit is basically a cast as the Rocky Horror cast performing the movie as you're watching the movie on like a screen behind them. Mm-hmm. And it's very interactive. They're very in your face about it. Someone, someone put their boobs in my face the last time I saw it, and it was awesome. Um, real boobs or drag boobs? Real boobs. Oh, you know what, weirdo? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a camp experience for a camp movie for based off a camp play, and they all do the time warp again and again and again hmm. and again. I need to experience that. that was, yeah, that was I'll take you. It's like we'll go. A seminal moment. So it changes your life. Um, yeah. We need to change my life. Oh. <laughs> I don't think the we... awkward silence. <laughs> well, this isn't that kind of podcast. <laughs> oh, at the end, we'll have like therapy corner. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh my so god. Catherine's favorite is next on this list. Well, close out, close out Rocky Horror. Oh. Um. That's pretty good. There was some interesting things to say about it. In the time before, like, social media, um, it was very effective in bringing people together who were traditionally, like, the outcasts of society. So we said, the gays, gays. LGBTQ plus folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Folks. But also... (laughs) Folks. Yeah, people who were traditionally rejected by society. Mm -hmm. Um, Come on, social outcasts. And also in that, like, shared space, you know, which is super important. We love inclusivity. Film has absolute potential to provide Hopefully. and I don't think provides as often as it should mm-hmm. um, too many white people so it's cool to see that historically but also that it's like continued to this day um, hurts that's really cool yeah so that leads us to Catherine's favorite which I've only seen once I've only seen it twice oh actually maybe not I think that three times oh mm-hmm. it's Catherine Donnie Darker. Aka the hardest movie to talk about. 
There's nothing because to understand. It's, it's just impossible everywhere. to understand. It's so abstract. abstract. It's abstract. Hmm. Riley doesn't know what that word means. It means you write a couple dots on a piece of paper and call <laughs> I know what it means. No. <laughs> oh my god. Can we define the word abstract? Uh, that's a great question. Well, we can. Just so we know what we're doing. We? Just so I know what we're talking Abstract. About. Existing in thought or as an idea, but not having a physical or concrete existence. Okay. Relating to abstract art. Do you need a definition of abstract art? More here. It's more, more it's more conceptual than it is tangible. Yes. Okay. So, like, the Mona Lisa is not abstract mm-hmm. because it's a it woman. It's a very definite idea mm-hmm. and focus. But if I... Some shades on a piece of If paper. I take a banana and I tape it to a wall and say it's modern art, that can be abstract, even though it's not. It's just a banana on the wall. But... Anyone who knows what I'm referencing to, thank you for understanding, and I hope you feel my pain as well. If you know, you know. We don't have to. Okay. <laughs> An inside joke. With me and the entire <laughs> art community. Um, it's, just, it's very out there, abstract piece. Yes, yes. Mm. So, like, you're abstract. It's like, what's Danny Darko about? Don, Dan- Donnie. Donnie Darko about. So, as best I can do, well, what is it about? Um, what is it not I can about? tell you the premise. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody can tell you what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's set in 1988 in like a little suburban place, and the main character is Donnie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a teenager. He's in high school, and one night he sleepwalks out of his house, and he sees this giant, hideous, demonic-looking bunny rabbit. Let me just. Say, his name is Frank. If I saw that fucking bunny, I would fucking Pope run. A, oh, you're. <laughs> Do you know how terrifying yeah. that thing is? <laughs> so look at him. So eerie, and. Frank Frank tells him that the world is going to end in 28 days. And that's the writing on the arm. It says like 28 days, 12 hours, whatever, yada, yada. Uh Um, When when Donnie returns back to his house the next morning, he finds this giant like jet engine has fallen into his home Mm -hmm. and crushed his bedroom. And so the entire rest of the movie is like this twisting exploration of all kinds of things parallel universes mental illness the idea that the world could end in 28 days and essentially in short again this is like impossible to explain but he goes on this like rebellious streak of destruction Mm -hmm. and at the end of the movie there is some kind of like time loop involved because he is like back in his bedroom and the jet engine does fall and he doesn't make it. Oh. <laughs> um, couldn't really tell you the logistics of it. I need to see this one. It's bananas. It's a mind fuck. Do you um, think about how everyone, you know, everyone gets like so freaked out by the end of the world not really. and like. You remember, like, the Mayan calendar, whatever it was called, like, yeah. the yeah. end, and everybody thought it was the end of like the world, 20. and, like, you know, just in every movie you see it, there's always, like, in superhero movies, there's the end of the world, and everyone's so freaked out by it, but, like, what do you think happens when we die? It's the end of our world. This is such an existential <laughs> What do you tangent. think happens when we die? It's the, it's the We're end. getting real deep on this one, guys. First podcast right out of the gate. What happens when you die? Are we answering life's questions? I literally, I'm not kidding. The other day, 
I was walking to the gym and I started thinking about dying and I just sat down and started cr- I sat down on a bench on campus and started crying. I was crying alone about dying. If I walked past you, I would have pointed and laughed. I, <laughs> I literally was like, what happens? And I start crying and I was listening to Taylor Swift and it was too emotional. Gonna start what song again? is the real question? I don't even know. It was, You're on your own. It was, Wait. Yeah. Holy. They're working no, on a sequel me. to Donnie Darko. No, please, guys. It's one of like three now, apparently. You're joking. Have you not seen the other two? No. Oh. No. Oh. And I won't watch. Well, the director's kind of not watching the director's cut. Apparently it's like beyond convoluted. What do you mean? Like it gets into the science like hard science behind tra- time travel isn't that what you want to learn that confuses oh, me time really. travel it's very easy no no it's it not. is well when i see it like, i took a black hole class they, they know how to do time travel they just don't have the means to do it but it, you're not really time traveling it's the branches right like this is what ending space? was about no what do you have to go what to class did you take yes you do because that, remember Interstellar? You ever seen that? Yes, Interstellar is one of the most accurate representations of black it's, holes and time travel. I can't watch. All right, that break movie. it down. I break it down. Really, whale. I can't watch that movie. The TLDR of time travel um, is basically you, too long didn't read. It's a short summary. Basically, you need two wormholes, <laughs> right? And you have to get in between the wormholes. So, like, there is our universe. There is the other one. We have to be in between to create a wormhole in between them to jump through. That's how you travel through time. And you're only really traveling through time at a relative um, position because time is infinitely looping. It's not a construct thing. But scientists have basically cracked the code on how to do it. It's just we cannot access the particles and the wormholes necessary to do it. Okay. (laughs) So it's possible. It is very possible. It's Correct. just... Okay. You just have to make it through an event horizon. Yeah. And survive and make it to the other side and also come back, which is extremely difficult. So what... How... Oh, okay. You, just, you are not a scientist, but I will ask you. <laughs> how would you rate... I felt like such a read. <laughs> you are just, not a scientist. That's not How would you... How would you quantify the accuracy of like what Marvel is doing and, and the, like idea, the, the idea the idea that the idea that like if you because the paradox is right like if you travel back in time you could it's the grandfather paradox you could kill your grandfather and then you would never be born right. so they say that like if you time travel you're not actually you're creating a branch and traveling back in time in that timeline mm-hmm. so is that can is that can that coexist with the... We talked about it briefly in my Black Holes class. We didn't spend too much time on it. I don't know why, but we probably should have. And basically my professor was like, that is a very probable thing that happened. Since no one has ever time-traveled, we don't know if it's accurate. Mm-hmm. But then that also kind of ties into like your thoughts and like how the universe works. And like if everything is a quantified formula, then in some capacity, weren't you always destined to travel in time? Which means that you're fine if you kill your grandfather because you were always meant to do that. You know? Uh, Which yeah. is a lot. This is making my head hurt. This sudden in a turn. good way. That's, yes. why, that's why I don't like talking about it because it makes my head like, it doesn't make my head hurt. It makes my head like anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about all that stuff. I'm like, what? 
What do I do? I fucking fart and walk to class. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah. What do like I do? A couple hundred thousand oh, years ago, we were using rocks God. for hands, and now we're talking about killing our grandfathers. Well, it's right before we were born. I but just, how do we know that that history wasn't already destined to happen? And that I'm I'm gonna get too existential. I'm not gonna say anything else. Have either of you guys seen 2001: A Space Odyssey? Yes. Bradley doesn't watch me. He watches Emily in Paris. <laughs> did watch that yesterday. Of course he did. Have rewatched it. Emily in I've Paris. Literally, wa- I've watched it, rewatched it like four times. Girl, get a life. One and two, and there's gonna be season three soon. Wow, <laughs> so exciting! Can't oh, wait to man. see in Paris again. Ugh. Anyways, that was a nice little tangent on time yeah. travel. Very informative. If you guys liked that, let us know. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it more. Like, review, and subscribe. We do an episode on Interstellar and just time travel for the podcast. That you know what? Not a bad idea. We just casually what if time we watch. Travel? What if we watch Interstellar and talk about it a little bit? Well, it could just be like a five-minute talk. I have never seen Interstellar, so <gasps> I think that that would be a great. Content. It's literally You'll like it. so it's stressful. It's I, stressful, I, but it's stressful with a good reason. Because want to see it so much. You'll like it because literally. It's not sci-fi in the sci-fi sense where they're just bullshitting it. Like, they consulted it's, an actual yeah. physicist. I have heard this. And I read his book in my class. What book? Um, Black Holes and Time Warps? Something. It's by Kip Thorne. Yep. We read the same thing. It's literally... They had like, him as a consultant, and he said that that I, is the most physically and, like, ethically and morally and constructively accurate depiction of a black hole. I believe it. And I've heard that, too. Christopher Nolan pulls out all the stops. I just... I don't know if I can watch that movie again. Hey, it, Timothy Chalamet's in it, all right? It makes me so stressed. LOL. Love. Love. It literally made me think about the world for like a week. Well, that was the Every point. Every day I thought about like... I love thinking about the world. What is happening in this universe? I love existential crises. Oh my goodness. That's a real black hole. It is. It's are actually we, beautiful. Are we alone? Are there aliens? We don't have time for that. This brings up a very interesting point. Are you familiar with the Fermi Paradox? What is that? I'm so into this. No. It's a paradox. <laughs> um, how best to explain it? Another really complicated... The It's essentially a formula, which is used to calculate the probability that there is life in the universe. And it says that, yes, there sh- like we should have seen aliens by now, but we haven't. Which creates the paradox. Like, if there are aliens, where are they? Hiding from us. Uh, well, that's one of the theories. I would hide getting ready. Forest. I would hide from us too. What are yeah. they getting ready for? <laughs> exactly, right? No, that's seriously one of the theories, is that intelligent life doesn't go looking for other intelligent life because, I mean, look at our track record. Like, we see another group of individuals and we automatically instigate conflict yeah yeah like if we don't take them over they're going to take us over so why are we seeking them out come on human nature Mm -hmm. there's um this podcast that i listen on this podcast i'm going to plug another podcast shameless plug for real there's another pot there's a podcast i listened to about a year ago it's called the end of the world with josh clark and it is super super i've heard of that it's incredible it's absolutely incredible they talk about all kinds of all kinds of things from like the Fermi paradox and the great filter and like excess and like what's the word I'm looking for space-based threats to humanity like asteroids and aliens and stuff like that good thing and President then, like, Trump dropped space <laughs> <protection>. <laughs> honestly right 
But they also talk about like natural, like anthrop anthropogenic. Is that the word? Threats like super volcanoes, mm. biotechnology, which is the, the most interesting. The Yellowstone in the world. caldera, which is supposed to explode <laughs> any day now. That freaks me out. We're we're okay in Ohio. I've looked at the blast radius, and we should be fine. I mean, scares me. It's so going to be horrible watching like half of the states blow up. But you know, what? like we'll be mm-hmm. okay. Ohio takes over the world, baby. Ohio Prime's danger. Honestly, what? artificial intelligence. I'm not. I told you about this, didn't I? When we were looking, when at, we were looking the, at the, the food robots. robots. Catherine said the food robots can take us on. No, I didn't. It's well, if they achieve, if they achieve super the intelligence. Food robots. If they. What food robots? Oh, the, on the ones that wheel around campus. Yes. Oh God. What are they gonna do? There's, there's one in food. There's one in the hospital now. It makes coffee for you. Cute. It like that is cute. It like fills it up and like. It like pours it in and then it breaks it up. It literally broke down the second day it was open. <laughs> and this, this is how I know AI will never take us oh, over. Okay, that's fair. Because they'll never know how to. All of my take fears absolved. Although in the bottom of the hospital, there's robots that like they like drive on their own. <gasps> no, they like so like there's in the basement. It's like the movement of the robots. So like they all drive around and like carry around like the linens and like te- like the the like trash and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you seen these robots. Oh yeah, I walk by them to walk to Wendy's every day. How big are they? They're like, um, big enough to take us. I would on. say they're like a little skinnier than this table, they're like that big, and then it's kind of like a forklift. That's a big robot. Yeah, and they're <laughs> like this. They're like this tall. No, and they just like drive. They just like <laughs> That's drive a around. Tank. Yeah, they just like drive around. Wait, I know what you're like, talking about. Where are, are they? They like on. pick up like carts that you can push. Okay, so the AI is definitely a threat. Right. Threat. I'll take a picture of it next time I go to work. Oh, I don't like this at all. Is it, is it, is it, does it look like this? Hold on, hold on. Like that? <gasps> is it one of those? No. No. <laughs> so, like, like yeah, it kind of has, like, a train that goes under the grocery cart and will, like, pick it up. It looks like something out of Like, it lifts it up to, like, everywhere. push carts around. But they all drive on their own and they, like, speak. They'll <gasps> be, like, turning <gasps> now. Nope. Turn it off. It's just object, you object in the way. Object in the way. Do cart robot hospital because I think there's other hospitals that have it. <laughs> oh, is this concerning? <gasps> is that it? Oh, it's on. like a Chrome cart. Look on that one. Is that it? That's the idea of it. Yeah, oh, it's not exactly scary. It's not exactly it, but they're at the top of it, and yeah. there's like this thing that that turns all the time. I think it's like a camera. It like sees everything, and it like it's like a three sixty view of everything. I'm not afraid of AI because if I become afraid of AI, I should be afraid of my iPhone and my MacBook and my Apple Watch. The only thing I know Maybe is that you should be. I'm not. Robots cannot take over everything because they just can't do things that humans can do. Right. They just can't. Also, like they cannot give healthcare. They just can't. The issue with robots and AI tech is that it's never going to have the creativity intuitism as humans do. Mm-hmm. Which is why self-driving cars mess up so often, because a human response time is going to go, oh my god, ah, the car is going to go calculate, how do we get out of here? Oh fuck, we already crashed. They can't, they just can't, like, think freely like us, right. obviously. My fear isn't that they're going to replace us, it's that they're going to, like, see us as a threat and, like, wipe us out. But will they have the creativity Oh my gosh, it? what if they get, what if... Ultron? What, literally, what if they get Ultron and they, like, launch nukes? 
Okay, well, our nuclear launch codes are isolated from any kind of, like... No, but that's Why the... Why the... nukes ever invented? Um, stupid. We don't really have time to go into that. Stupid nukes, because we were trying to win a war. Fun fact. Technically. The Fermi par- paradox that I just talked about? Mm-hmm. Fermi, the scientist? Did worked work on, on the Manhattan, Manhattan Project. Who hasn't worked on Manhattan? He was at, Manhattan? like, a lunch with a bunch of other scientists when he came up with this. Oh my god, I just read that on Wikipedia. They were, like, just chit-chatting. Yeah. And they were like, yep. where the fuck is everybody? Where, where are all the aliens? As they were building the hydrogen bomb. That's hot. That's hot. Small I love, world. I love nuclear fission. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like a great energy it. source. It's very interesting. It's all very interesting. It's only good if you know how to do it, right? And we're doing it right. There's a nuclear power plant on campus. Okay, we're causing me too much anxiety now. Did okay. you know that? Uh, I think so. Yeah. On West Campus. Is that, is that the one with like the big pipes on the top? No, you that's guys. on Campus Campus. There's guys. one on West Campus that looks nothing like a power plant, like you would think. Oh my god, we should go, we should, can we go to it. It is open. First we gotta go in the tunnels. Let's do it. We can't admit to these crimes. Oh, I already go to the tunnels. I walk by the morgue like all the time. Speaking of like no, nuclear like power. No, like the oval tunnel. There's a morgue? There's over tu- oval tunnel. Oh, well, there's a, ho- What's a hospital. What's a hospital? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't think about that. There's one, there's a cadaver lab for like anatomy that you can uh, go to, or there's like the actual like morgue for the patients. Yikes. The dead people. Yeah. Oh, um, look, there it is. Have either of you guys seen the Chernobyl miniseries on HBO? Yeah, it, I don't like it. It makes me very um, uncomfortable. Me too, but I'm obsessed. It is very visceral. It's on such an HBO. I don't want to watch it. I, I don't know why, but it's okay. incredible. These things always make me very anxious and mm-hmm. like stressed. But like Chernobyl is very interesting to me. It's so fascinating. I don't know why you have to watch this. Then it's such a. I mean, it's not a documentary, but it's like docudrama. Is like, it like based on. It's based on real events. Yeah. It's the story, but with actors. Mm-hmm. It's so well, good. Let me find the guy. Let me find the guy. The reason why I stopped watching this fucking show. This. Oh, yeah. This? Very graphic. I like that. I've seen a person like that. Very, very You've seen graphic. someone with radiation burns? Mm, no. I've seen people's skin like that. That's a radiation burn, babe. I mean, there's other disorder or diseases that can cause that. Skin like necrosis? Yeah, it's bad, guys. But it's so it's fast. I don't like that. That makes me uncomfy. Yeah. Well, it's not pleasant to look at, but... Who's and in yeah, there? I, I totally watch that. Yeah, I keep staring. Why, yeah, that. watch it, please. It's very, very, very awesome. They kill dogs in it. That's the only bad part. Very killing. Okay, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> no, it's fast forward through that part. Watch it. Like ew. He's still hot. Not, not him. Skin very killing. Necrosis. <laughs> Anyways, where, where are we on we, horror? It's called necrotizing fasciitis. I didn't ask for your scientific term. It means the same thing if I say skin necrosis. (laughs) That's just not a a medical term. It's not a medical term. You're right. It's a scientific term. It's a Patrick Bradford term. It's a scientific term. Do you even know what necro means? Um, Dying. Death. Where's it come from? The death of your tissue. No. Latin. Yes. Necro does not mean the dying of your tissue. It just means dying. Yeah, but necrotizing fasciitis. Fasciitis is like. But skin. was that the question I asked? No. Are right. we gonna cut all this out? No. Me and Patrick are you? The world needs to know that. In for a penny, in for the pound. Okay. Well, on that note, me and Patrick are getting sick of each other. No, we love each other. <laughs> Everyone here loves each other. No, we're gonna. Oh my gosh, this. we've been recording for 
Over an hour? About an hour and 20 with the other So audio. either this is going to be longer than we thought it was. I'm thinking an hour and like 10, like 20 is like a pretty decent We're going to edit it down. Well, yeah. Are we done? I think we're good. I think well, we have to do the outro. This is sad. This has been so oh, fun. Nice I like want to record the next episode right now. Oh yeah. my god. We have to see Black Panther first, which shameless plug. <laughs> the next episode for you guys to tune into is us talking about Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever, which we are seeing at an early screening on Thursday of They didn't this pay week. us, by the way. No. <laughs> this is Kevin not a pay. Feige We're is not, not making any money on this. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to give us money, Marvel, we will happily accept. Oh, absolutely. You know where to find What do we us. make? Wait, should we make like a posh? What is it called? Posh mates or um, well, not fans? Patreon. We should make a Patreon. You said only fans. Wait, but only fans is not only for nudes. It's also for just like a niche. Only for oh. my fans. <laughs> Only for your fans. Um, and it could be explicit if you want it to. Oh, but it doesn't and on that note, again, thank you for tuning in and listening to this insanity. Well, uh, do we want to plug? I'm about like, to plug. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm plugging. I stole your thunder. Don't worry, I got the plug. But Patter's got this. Wait, what are we plugging? Are we doing edibles? No! No, Riley! Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the Instagram? Oh, please follow us on Instagram. At the epilogue pod. There's some underscores in there. There are. Um, but if you... Riley, what is it? Pull it up right now. What is... At the underscore epilogue underscore pod. Yeah. That's... We need to change that. No, we can't. That's <laughs> the, the underscore epilogue <laughs> underscore pod. Uh, subject to change. Uh, we can see the Just search the epilogue pod on fucking Instagram. You'll Look find at this it. ripped baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Dude, he's lifting up. Stop it. <laughs> All right. That's uh, it. Thank you for tuning in. Wait, no, we have to finish. We have to finish all our recommendations. Do you want to, does anybody else want to plug their socials? You can follow me on Instagram at Patty Brad underscore. Riley underscore YS. No, don't follow him. He sucks. I really do. Right. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and my fellow film fans, Letterbox. Not the Letterbox. At K Kiever Camp. That's K K E V E R K A M P. There. I Come did. on, spelling bee. <laughs> oh, I, I did the dirty work for you. Slay. Um, um, that is correct. Everyone. Oh, right. We're ending every episode with some recommendations. So. Are we? Wait. Are we doing a recommendation like recommending your favorite horror film, like about what we talked about? Should we, or should it be just like general? One, one that's like relevant to what we talked about, okay. and then one that's just like what did so you watch? Everyone gets two. What, like whatever you watched yeah. most recently? Midsummer. Okay, well that's one from Riley. What's your other one? Insidious. Okay, slay. <laughs> um, related to horror movies, go see Halloween if you haven't, because it's great. And the new one? No, just any of them. Watch the entire franchise. It's worth it. Um, and just in general, I've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen, so watch that, I guess. Hell's Kitchen? I love Hell's Kitchen. Gordon Ramsay is amazing. <laughs> Stop it. Don't laugh at me. Gordon Ramsay. Oh, wait. Okay, fine. A serious one. Go watch Tales of the Jedi on Disney Plus because Star Wars is oh, amazing. Part. Dave Filoni is a god. I cried during it. Slay. Literally, Slay. someone got slayed. He did. Yeah. She did. She did. 
Well, rest who didn't peace. get rest slaved? in peace? A couple people did. Anyways, go watch that on Disney Plus. Um, I'm recommending. I'll recommend two movies: um, Funny Games um, by Michael Haneke, per. Uh, and a Korean horror film, The Wailing, mm. uh, which is like demonic possession. Uh, very good. Very underrated. Stop sleeping on foreign films. And yeah. Um, Fuckers. Anybody that follows me on social media knows that I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, so watch that as Catherine well. Catherine always watched Breaking Bad, and she also loves Tom Brady and Taylor Swift. And well, okay. Font. Oh my gosh, guys, don't even get me started. T. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Swift. Did we talk about Taylor Swift yet? Watch, oh. listen to her album Midnight's is out, 3am version. Stream Midnight's on You're on, on your own, own kid. Once again, You're we are not happen. sponsored by Taylor Swift, although we wouldn't say no, Miss Swift. Please hit us up in our DMs. Taylor, I love you. Please, please, please. I, I love you. Anyway, <laughs> she's not listening. I just, to this. She's not listening to this, just, but that's okay. Because if she does, she will one day. Right. And when she does, you'll we'll, we'll we'll reap the benefits. We'll get brunch, Taylor. We'll get brunch. <laughs> we'll brunch. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode, which we don't know when is dropping, but it will drop soon. Don't worry. Two weeks to a month. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. Catch you on the flip flop. Good night. Bye.